Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Free Thinkers Media Network podcast. My name is Malik. And on tonight's show, uh, this is a continuing discussion. The topic is, are dating apps making love less meaningful? And hopefully tonight we will bring closure to this particular topic in reference to dating apps and, um, you know, uh, making love uh, less meaningful. So we're going to continue on this article that we were just reviewing as it pertains to this particular subject matter. Um, And I'm just going to jump right into the article. So for those of you who's tuning in for the first time, uh, you may want to uh, listen to part one and part two. Uh, This this will be part three, so part one and part two for you to kind of get the foundation of what we're talking about. So we're going to continue with this article from insider.com. And usually um, when I do a, a overview of the articles, I do provide my own reflection and opinion. So I'm not just reading the article to you guys. Okay. So according to a new study uh, published in the journal Science Advance, most people now aspire to date someone who is 25% more desirable than themselves, suggesting we're more picky than we used to be, okay? If everyone is punching up to such a degree, the amount of messages sent out on dating apps um, can be met with stony silence, suddenly make a lot more sense. So basically what the author is saying is that if everyone is actually going for the same type of of person, then what happens is, you know, um, all of those messages really get buried, you know, unless this person actually goes through all of their messages and what they're doing is, you know, out of a thousand messages going to their inbox, they're just picking who they want to see. So therefore in this particular instance, if the person is 25% more desirable than you are, then the likelihood of you getting picked by this particular individual is uh, is scarce to none, okay? Um, and 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 this this really is this is this is really a problem because I think that what happens is just because the availability is there, just because the exposure is there, just because these people are on uh, are on these apps, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to connect with you. And there is this sense, I think, of dissatisfaction where it seems as if like people feel as if like they're settling. You know, there's this notion, and this is not just only in reference to women, but also to men. They feel as if like, oh, I don't want to settle. I don't want to settle. Now, I grew up in a generation where, you know, I watched my mother you know, uh, get involved with my stepfather, and they came together, they worked together, they built together, and then they were able to prosper. Um, Unfortunately, with this generation, that is a hard case to sell, Um, you know, unless, you know, you're that type, unless you are that man who's that type, unless you're that woman who's that type, then it it's easier for you to kind of get to what you need. Um, But unfortunately, um, you know, this, this, this generation, and when I'm talking about this generation, I'm not talking about an age 
an age category. Um, or I'm talking about a mindset. I'm talking about the mindset, the mentality, uh, the entitlement, the fact that people just want things because they feel as if like they they should have them, but they they are unwilling to put in the work. Okay, so let's continue with the article. It's sad <clears throat> because you you can't get a sense of who someone really is from a mirror <clears throat> selfie and a witty bio about how much they like to travel. Equally, you don't know if you're discarding your perfect match as defective simply because you think they look a bit short on their profile. Now, when I used to engage in online dating, one of the things that I learned that I, I changed and I stopped doing was in, in reference to my bio, I stopped um, you know, going into details in my bio exactly what I was looking for. Because I found out, you know, when, you know, I, I connected with a woman who was attracted to me, they already read my bio. So they knew that if I'm going to get him or if I'm going to get his attention, I'm going to basically say exactly what, you know, I know that he's looking for. So I usually tell, suggest, I usually suggest to those who are engaging in an online dating that it's. You know, you, you want to describe who you are, but you want to keep it, you know, you want to put the information on there, but you don't want to put too much because unfortunately we're dealing with the internet, we're dealing with a public forum, we're dealing with millions of people on an app and, and, and you don't know who's reading your information and they can basically take that information and present themselves to, to you the way you think. Um, based on what you put on your profile. So, you know, the, the author basically is saying that you can't get to know somebody just by reading a bio. You can't get to know somebody just by a picture. You know, you have to be able to interact with them. So let's continue. So I think a common complaint when people use online dating websites is they feel like they never get any replies, said Elizabeth uh, Brooke, an associate professor of sociology and complice complex systems at the University of Michigan and lead author of the study. Uh, she continues on by saying, this can be dispiriting, but even though the response rate is low, our, our analysis shows that 21% of people who engage in this aspirational behavior do get replies from a mate who is out of their league, so perseverance pays off. Okay, now, and, and and this is um, this is where I kind of go, you know, in a different direction with the article, um, with this article. It, in my opinion, I feel as if that if you get an answer from someone who is out of your league, um, I would definitely take it slow. I, I would take it slow before I take it fast because obviously, if this person is attractive. If this person is 25% above uh, your attraction level, then most likely you're not the only person who's reaching out to them. Whether you're not the only person who's reaching out to them, you know, as as a woman reaching out to a man or a man reaching out to a woman, so you're not the only one, um, you know, observing them and reaching out to them. So most likely you will find it that 
there's a tendency if if a person gets a response back from someone who is out of their league that they will be a bit app, you know apprehensive or like wondering like why is this person actually responding to me because there are people sometimes those profile pictures are not real they're fake sometimes they are real sometimes the person may you know um just have intentions to 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 just have you know a casual fling, but they're not really seriously looking for a relationship. So I always say to to those who find themselves in a position that they reach out to someone who is out of their league, it's vitally important for them to take it extremely slow and very cautious because then to make sure that this person is just not kind of you know traveling around, um, sleeping with multiple uh, multiple women. Uh, and, and there are women on those websites too, who basically are on there for casual flings to sleep with multiple men. So it's both genders, right? It's probably mostly men that do that than women, uh, because research and studies shows that men are much more promiscuous than women. Okay, so let's continue here. Um, it's reassuring that the better looking in life give those less facially attractive a chance if they're persistent, but even if you succeed in in bagging someone out of your league, what's stopping you uh, falling back into all habits and wondering if there's someone else even better? Uh, this is the paradox, the paradox of choices, right? Um, so while dating apps do bring us closer to some degree, they also push us apart. It can feel more difficult to make a connection with someone you barely know, so you might throw it away prematurely. In reality, you might just need to nurture it, okay? And this is the aspect of relationship that um, oftentimes people, um, certain people are not patient enough to nurture a relationship. Um, one of the ground rules that I, I had in the past when I did online dating was that regardless of whether um, the person lived in the same city that I lived in or the person lived uh, far away, I always had uh, a two-week uh, process where it, we would just engage in conversation, you know. Um, and oftentimes, if the person didn't have time to to talk, it 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 never really went anywhere because for me, the most important thing is just let's talk for a week or two before we meet up, before, uh, you know, we go out for coffee. If it's, if we're in the same city, let's have a conversation first. And the reason why I always do that is because I, I always find it extremely easy for me to, to observe a person during a conversation. You know, after three days of talking to someone, I usually have this feeling of whether I really want to continue to talk to them. Now, I'm trained differently. I'm trained to listen differently. I'm trained to observe um, differently. So for me, it's almost as if like I pay attention to the red flag. So I always encourage those who are engaging in online dating 
that it's important to have a conversation. And that's why I say don't put everything on your profile in terms of what it is that you're looking for, because the person can just turn into a chameleon and pretty much kind of tell you everything that you that you that you want to hear. Um, so keep your profile very generic. Keep it very generic. Keep it very kind of like, you know, uh, universal. Don't put too much. You know, I've, I've, I I've used to read women's profile and they just kind of used to get to right to the point. Yeah, I'm looking for this and I'm looking for that. You got to be able to love kids and you got to this and you have to be able to do this and that, that, that. And, and for me, it's almost as if like I'm reading that and I can literally just, you know, pretend to be that guy just so I can get what I want from that from that woman. So I always encourage those who are engaging in an online dating, just kind of keep it generic. You know, you don't want to to throw everything out there in terms of what you're looking for, because, you know, there are some really good players, uh, men who can take your information, or even women who can take your information and kind of make you think that they are exactly what you're looking for, just so that they can have what they're what they need. Um, so, you know, nurturing is, is important, but then before you went to nurturing anybody, just have a conversation with them and then you have to pay attention to the person you have to, you have to pay attention to patterns. I remember about five years ago, there was this young lady that would always want me to call her at a certain time. And I never understood why is it that I can't call you at night? And then she would come up with excuses. And of course, later on, she kind of opened up to me that she had a, she had a man at home. You know, and 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 it was like, okay, so you're putting me in a very uncomfortable situation here because, you know, I don't do those type of relationships, you know. Um, so she was on the app, she was involved in a relationship, and I knew something was going on because of the pattern. Pay attention to patterns. You know, if the person is unavailable at a certain time and they're always unavailable at their time, or if the person you're talking to them and they're always talking about their exes, their exes, their exes, um, that's a red flag showing that this person is on this app and they're not ready to move forward in a relationship. And I've had opportunities in the past where when I used to be engaged in online dating that I had to tell this one young lady that, you know, I don't think you are ready for a relationship. You know, I don't think you're ready for a relationship because the, her, her and I could be talking about popcorn and then he comes up and then we could talk about, you know, the latest movie that, that came out and he comes up, you know, so those are red flags, you know, and, and, and a person has to really love themselves. You have to be really confident in who you are so that you don't salivate with a, a, a desperation and you ignore those things, you know, don't ignore those red flags. Um, you know, you're having a conversation with a person and all of a sudden they become extremely agitated. They become extremely argumentative. And this is the first three days of you talking to them over the phone. That's a red flag. So for me, I always made a conversation extremely important. Because what happens when you are when 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 you are conversing with a person, they tend to forget everything that they wrote on that profile, and they'll begin to, you know, there's there's a, a a Bible scripture that says, "Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks." Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, out of the abundance. So when people when people are 
expressing themselves verbally, it's important for us to listen because their mouth will reveal what's in their heart. And oftentimes we tend to kind of ignore what they're saying to us, but you have to believe the person is who they say they are. Now, some people are really good at lying and they can cover all that up and you won't be able to even get to know what they're saying up until later on and you and you feel as if like you've been set up. But most likely, if you spent two weeks and this was this was a process that I used to use. Whether I'm in the same city, we could you can live next door to me. If I met you online, we're not gonna meet physically. We're gonna have two weeks of a conversation. And there was this was my process of evaluation. And and usually by the third day, I already know I, I'm not dealing with this nonsense. You know, um, so I would kind of kindly remove myself because those red flags, they just come, they just come out of nowhere. So that's really important. And then, of course, you know, after a process of having a conversation, you're calling this person at different time. You know, you may even do like a like a, a, a you know, a video conference so you can see them. I always encourage people you know, do a video call so you can actually see the person via uh, a video call um, before you you get all pretty up and before you go get a haircut and go get all handsome up to meet someone that you don't even know what they look like and you haven't really even had a conversation to establish a rapport with them. So this is very, very important. In conclusion, the author says, ultimately, love is very complicated and there's no use trying to force something if it's not meant to be, okay? But if you find yourself reaching for your apps because your partner didn't like your choice of restaurant, please listen to this. If you find yourself reaching for your apps because your partner did not like your choice of restaurant or laughs, like a bit of an idiot. You might be doing yourself a disservice by dwelling too much on it. Because if you throw away something real, you could find yourself holding out for a fairy tale that's just a story and a prince charming who never gallops your way. And this is this is the, the conclusion for tonight in terms of this particular topic. And I hope those of you who have listened to this podcast uh, that it was insightful enough to help you to understand that even though you have the accessibility to swipe right to millions of people, you have to come to a term to realize that at some point, it's either you're going to be a satisfizer And that term is people who have the ability to know a good thing when they see it, or you will be a maximizer, which is, on the other hand, are the ones trying on every item in the store until they are requested to leave that store. Because the reality of the matter is, it's it's not magical. It requires nurturing. It requires work. Um, And this is for both men and women. I try not to present perspectives that only leans towards one particular gender on this podcast because I don't want to 
to to to um, entertain that type of energy. All righty. So I want to thank all of my listeners from all over the world one more time. And I want to thank those of you who not only listen to this podcast, but you've shared it with your friends and family. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being faithful. Thank you so much for um, helping us to grow. And I hope that something that I said um, during this podcast really helps someone to learn how to become a better lover, a better wife, a better husband, a better boyfriend, a better girlfriend, a better human. Have a great night.